In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. As a parent, I'm always looking for more ways to bring biblical counsel and help into my family. So we really love the beautifully illustrated Good News for Little Hearts series. I like how these books help even kids ages 3 to 8 learn to address common emotions and issues like anxiety, anger, failure, temptation, loss, all with the hope of Jesus. I hope you'll get some and see for yourself. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome back Tim Challies. Tim is a well-known blogger. He's been writing since 2003 at his website, challies.com. If you've not visited the site, I recommend you check it out. He serves as one of the pastors at his church in Toronto, Grace Fellowship Church. He also helped start Cruciform Press and has written numbers of books, including, most recently, Visual Theology. It's a wonderful, colorful, and concise guide to the Bible, and Volume 2 of Visual Theology is coming out in 2019. I hope you'll pick up a copy. Tim, we're glad to have you back on the podcast. I'm glad to be back. So, Tim, what verse do you have that you'd like to share with us today? We're going to go to the very end of Psalm 19, verse 14, which says, In the ESV, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So what would the Tim Challies paraphrase of this particular verse be? (laughs) We'll go with a summary paraphrase. I would say something like, (laughs) God be pleased with my every desire, my every thought, and my every word. Okay, so this is a prayer. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to hear more about why you picked this particular verse, this prayer to share today. Sure. I love Psalm 19, and I think Psalm 19 lays down an interesting challenge for us, uh, especially those of us who are pretty theologically minded. And here's a challenge. David is going through, uh, David is talking about how God reveals himself. And he said, God has revealed himself in, like the way I like to express it, is in two books. And we think, of course, wait, one book, the Bible. Hmm. David's saying, God has revealed himself in two ways. And the first way is through creation. So, David uh, talks about uh, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. So, we need to remember that God declares his glory through the heavens, that the sky proclaims God's handiwork. So, God reveals himself through creation. Then, verse 7, David changes to the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. So, here's a second form of communication. Hmm. And it's actually the one that came after God's creation or God's um, revelation of himself through creation was first, and then through the word of God, through what we call the Bible today. So, David's saying there are two different ways God has spoken. I'm praising and thanking him for both of them. Yeah. So, Martin Luther, the reformer in his shorter catechism said that God reveals himself partly through his world and mainly through his word. And so, those are the two categories, those two books that you just talked about. And that comes right out of Psalm 19. So, I want to read it again. Tim, is there anything we need to know before we read it again? 
well, I think I just gave the context. Then you've got these two things that David has talked about, how beautiful the heavens are and what they accomplish in declaring the glory of God or how creation anyways. And then he goes on to uh, scripture and he talks about more to be desired. Is it than gold, even fine gold? And he does this little thing where he talks about sin and how he's being challenged then in his sinfulness and in his desire to be made right before God. And then he comes to the very end, sort of appends this little prayer to the backside of the, uh, the psalm. Wonderful. And here's that prayer. This is Psalm 1914, and I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. God's Word says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So, obviously, it says that the Lord is our rock and redeemer, but what does that mean? What does this verse teach us about what our God is like? Yeah. Um, when God is spoken of as our redeemer, that means somebody who delivers us, right? Who redeems us, who pays right. the price that uh, that we owe. And um, if you want to learn about redeemers, you can read the book of Ruth, and there's hmm. a great story there about what that redeemer looks like on a human level. And then a rock is something that's firm and immovable. And so it's like David is saying, uh, God, I want my my words to be clean before you. I want my heart to be clean before you. And, And I know I can have this. How do I know? Because you're a redeemer who delivers me and you're a rock. You're capable. You're you're able to do these things. So David is just celebrating who God is, what God is capable of doing. So, you could have picked any verse uh, in the Bible. You could have picked, there's plenty of verses in the Psalms. Why did you pick this particular verse? So, I think one of the weaknesses of of my own life and maybe my theological tradition even is the first part of this Psalm, which is praising God for what He's given us in creation. And I think at times we can be suspicious of people who really look for evidence of God in nature. And um, I think that's partly because in our the culture around us, people have developed some very weird ideas, or they said God is nature, silly things like that. Right. Um, but I just find I need that to be challenged again and again. I've, I've been traveling this wor- the, the world this year. I've been to 24 different countries in the past oh, wow. 12 months. And I've had some amazing opportunities to, to see church history and scripture and also to see the world. But I find I need to force myself to just stop and look and praise God for what I see, what I behold with my eyes. And so, I just love this psalm. And then I just love at the end of it that David is looking at the world and he's looking at the word and he's saying, through all this, I know my heart can become pure before God. I can be acceptable in God's sight because of what I've seen and how I'm responding to God's revelation. So, if you were to take this verse and turn it upside down and say the opposite or the inverse, kind of a screw tape letters version of this verse, what would that be? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, But I think if we were to look culturally, you know, what's going on with some of the messaging and the culture around us, then maybe we might think something like, I'm just going to think about whatever's interesting to me. I'm just going to speak whatever's on my mind. Right, assuming that what's going on in my own mind, in my own heart, already is acceptable. I mean, I don't answer to any higher power, right? But David is saying, no, I know that I'm responsible before God for every word that comes out of my mouth, which means I'm responsible before God for every thought that goes on in my mind, for every desire that's churning through my heart. God, I want all of that to be acceptable to you. That is so counterculture, right? Where culturally, really the only authority we answer to is ourselves. David's saying, no, I answer to God. 
So if someone's listening to this and they're thinking about this verse and it's resonating with them and they're thinking, yes, I want to make this the prayer of my heart today. This is going to go with me throughout the day. What are some obstacles that they may run into that you should alert us to at this point? The heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Um, (laughs) Even as believers, our hearts are still deceptive and wicked, right? We're in this Mm, lifelong process of being sanctified, of being made holy, of putting sin to death and coming alive to righteousness. So, we we just, in a moment of honesty, we can say, you know what? The meditation of my heart is not always acceptable in God's sight, but I want it to be. So, the the big challenge we'll have is having hearts that meditate on what's right and what's true. So, what is David doing? He's meditating deliberately on the Bible and meditating deliberately on God as He's revealed Himself in creation. And so, I wonder if our big challenge then is just to just to get out of the busyness of life, get out of the flow of life, and just set aside times where we can study God's Word and times where we get out in creation. We just appreciate what God has given us in His world. And, and in that, again, we're not seeing God, we're not seeing nature as God. We're seeing nature right. as displaying proof of God, displaying evidence of God, d- displaying the fingerprints of God, and, and declaring the power of God. Well, Tim, this verse is a prayer, like you mentioned. Would you just take time and pray this verse in your own words for our listeners as we close? I might just pray it in David's words, but sure, uh, let's do that. I just think it's so powerful, and this is, and I say that because this is a prayer I pray often, and I've preached this text before, and this was the prayer that closed out the sermon, and this is a prayer we often pray just in our church. So, Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, for you are my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.